Okay. Um, well, why don't uh, why don't we jump into it, Benedict? And why don't you talk about what uh, what you worked on this past week? Yeah, sure. Um, let me check. What did I do last week? Um, it's still a lot of like launch preparation stuff. Um, fixing little bugs in the UI, uh, adding small new features here and there. Um, I think we we somewhat announced our launch date. It will be next Tuesday, August sixth. Uh, That's exciting. Will be will be our launch day. Um, uh, yeah, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> I'm both excited and scared at the same time. Um, but yeah, I, I guess it will be fine. Um, yeah, in preparation for that, basically just implemented a lot of small stuff. Um, like uh, shared Google Analytics between the marketing website and our application just because we figured out, hey, we, we have to track uh, conversions. Uh, <laughs> but like, the actual conversion happens on an entirely different website. <laughs> we should probably connect those two. Yeah. Um, so I set up uh, that up earlier today. Um, we also fixed a lot of small things in the user interface, like small styling issues or data that wasn't showing up. Like all the small things you um, just wrote down in the past and didn't bother fixing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those were worked on last week. How, how did also, you, how, so if they're, if they're small like that, what was the decision-making process like between this is small and it's not going to keep anybody from getting value and it's small, but we need to fix it. What was that like? Um. Yeah, I think the main criteria is, is it, um, is it stopping anyone from getting value or is it just like a minor, minor thing that isn't really hurting anyone? Um, and if it's a small thing, then it just ends up in GitHub and, um, I get to it when I get to it. And I figured like this week, I should probably take some of those and just fix them. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's. That's the only decision making there. It's not like super sophisticated. <laughs> <laughs> Good enough for the for the start. Yeah, and then like, I think it was two weeks ago we had like the first potential scammer sign up. Mm. Like, um, uh, that was interesting. I mean, it was it was clear that it will happen at some point, but they st- uh, started signing up and had a super weird website that tried to. Uh, in um to look like a banking website and probably it was probably something phishing related i don't know but it was like the first occasion where we were thinking okay maybe we should have a way to suspend accounts like that (laughs) right got it they they weren't they were not trying to to scam you all they are running a scam site yes and and adding services to it to be more effective at scamming yes yeah I, wow. We never really figured out what 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 their thinking was and what they were uh-huh. planning because, like, I don't know, they signed up and already had a very very strange uh, company name, and that's what caused us to look into strange. Them. Yeah, and then like the the website they they uh, um, the website they provided was like super scammy, and mm. the sender domain was super scammy impersonating a different bank and like it was like yeah a lot of stuff here and there and um 
yeah but up until recently we didn't have a way to to suspend accounts like that and just like block everything until we figure out what's going on and then maybe unblock them if they are actually legitimate uh, in in their case we sent them in we sent them an email and never heard back from them <laughs> so i guess it wasn't yeah. legitimate <laughs> probably not yeah um what else Oh yeah, one small new feature we implemented was um, uh, we support like nested properties. So unlike other um, other uh, email automation tools, you can send like first name, last name, and stuff, but also like deeply nested JSON objects. And we added more support for that in the user interface, so that you can actually browse those and uh, dig deeper into. I don't know. Some people are sending like. A company object that then has some more properties and you can now click into those and explore them and also when you de define filters to segment people or search for someone um, you you can also get uh, autocomplete for for those now which is actually pretty cool it only took um, took about an hour to build that and I learned about like Postgres has a way to do recursive queries and with that, it was possible to like read the, the um, JSON object in the database table and just get back a list of all the nested paths and all the events and stuff. Nice. So it was amazing. I don't fully understand how it works, <laughs> but it does. So nice. nice. Is that uh, is that kind of energizing and still fun for you to to learn brand new things, or are do you prefer like the uh, the the sense of mastery that comes from repetition, something that you already know. Uh, I think learning new stuff is always exciting. Yeah. Um, so new challenges are yes challenges, but also this, it's an opportunity to grow and and learn new things. So I appreciate when something like this comes up. Yeah, preferably when it's like not in a, a hair on fire situation. <laughs> you know, obviously, <laughs> yeah, that's the, the major caveat. Uh, learning new things. <laughs> When yeah. the water is rising is not exciting. It's not fun. No, no not at all. Um, yeah. But like doing stuff when it's not time critical, that's, that's usually enjoyable. Mm -hmm. But I guess that that's it. I, okay. Yeah. I mean, it was only a week, so. Yeah. 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 No, it went, it went by fast. Um, okay. But August, so August 6th though. So next time we talk, you, mm -hmm. uh, you will have launched. Yes. Yes. Okay. I will report back. <laughs> <laughs> are there, so are there any, um, you know, critical to do's remaining or do you feel like, no, at this point you're just kind of chipping away at some nice to haves. Um, like application wise, like yeah. development wise, it's yeah. done. I'm okay. Not, I'm All not right. adding anything. Code anything. freeze. Yeah. It's more or less code freeze. I okay. mean, I, I've been saying that for two weeks now and still, <laughs> Stuff, but yeah Could no major final new final uppercase <laughs> yeah yeah exactly <laughs> no new features in that regard okay like, we still have a couple of to do's like preparing for the launch um like like on probably. that like marketing and assets yeah. and things like that okay uh, yeah assets. yeah totally and preparing tweets to send and emails yeah. to send and basically have everything ready as early as possible so we don't like next tuesday at <clears throat> 
uh, not sitting there wondering, okay, we should probably send an email. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, what do we write? <laughs> Basically just prepare everything. And what? Yeah. Yeah. That's- what what do you what do you, have y'all talked about um a, what does a successful launch look like yes we talked about it and um we don't have any expectations basically yeah, right um successful did I, did launch did I talk it? about this last week i'm not entirely sure i talked about the stuff with my mastermind groups and stuff so I, if i repeat myself i'm sorry um I apologize. but like the the, uh, the nature of the project product isn't really in a way that like people see it and sign up and start using it, but it has to be the right time in their product journey and they mm-hmm. have to have the need for it. And maybe, yeah, basically timing is, is a critical, tr- critical, critical aspect there. So we don't expect anyone to see us on product hunt and be like, Oh yes, that's exactly what I was looking for today yeah. and just sign up. So yeah. I think getting the word out and getting some more views on the website and hopefully getting in front of a lot of new people, that's probably our goal. Yeah. Oh, good goal. Successful launch is is to launch. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> and the- and the real fun can begin. Yeah. So what, what did you do? What was the other week like? Yeah, this is, I'm glad we're having this conversation because it feels, it, it ended up feeling to me like such a good example of the challenge that I've just continued to face in making progress on, on the product side of things <clears throat> because really good things um, end up uh, you know, taking, taking up a good bit of my time. And so we, so we talked on Wednesday, uh, and then Thursday left with the family for a camping trip. And so we, we just, we drove on Thursday, just basically a day off for me. And then I worked, um, from a town nearby, uh, Crested Butte, actually, if anybody in the U S is listening from Crested Butte, Colorado. And so, um, so I worked Friday from Crested Butte and, uh, and got and needed to work on a couple of urgent uh, things, um, urgent and important. <laughs> um, there, so I had two cl- two client proposals that I needed to to write up and 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 send on out. Um, and uh, and then of course we were uh, hanging out um, in the mountains on over the weekend and doing some fun fly fishing and <laughs> and that kind of thing. Um, yeah. And so, and then uh, spent uh, spent some time trying to tighten up a a site redesign for my consulting site, BrianRay.com. Um, and so, and and that that means that I spent about two hours on feature audit between the last time we talked and right now, um, which just and it was just like writing up some uh, uh, writing up some user stories um, to uh, to you know kind of queue up for a, for a, a big development push. Um, and so, and which just doesn't, it did, it didn't feel like enough time for me to really get my, uh, my mind shifted from services oriented consulting work and strategy there. And am I doing this right? And you know, where, what do I want to do, et cetera, and just get deep into, um, you know, what are, what are the observations that I've made? 
Um, what, what's the feedback that I've got and, and, you know, what, what can I do first and next, uh, to, to add something of value here? Um, what's really funny is, uh, so it's eight thirteen AM, uh, my time last night at eight o'clock, I got an email from somebody who had just signed up for the, for the waiting list for feature audits waiting list and sent me an email. I was like, Hey, is there any way I can cut and cut in the line? Like we're running a startup trying to do this exact thing. And like, they had a sense of urgency about it. So I was like, Oh, this is, this is perfect. So, um, and so, uh, you know, major, major to do for me over this next week is to, um, you know, follow up, follow up with that person and try and get on the, try and get on the phone with them talking through exactly like, yeah, definitely. I it's, I, I can cut you to the front of the line. Um, what's going on in your world right now that this feels that urgent for you, not just that you would sign up for the waiting list and say, okay, we'll, we'll hear back from this guy when, when they get around to it but to reach out and say, Hey, we, we really want to install this right now. What can we do? Um, and, uh, yeah, so that's, I mean, that's part of my, uh, part of my major, I guess, objective right now is just to, you know, to, to find, um, find five to 10, like true fans, um, and, and treat them, treat them very, very special and, you know, you use their, um, urgency and their feedback to, to drive like the little bit of, of software development that I want to, you know, be adding mm. to this thing right now. Um, it, there, it, there's, there's not a lot of software in it. Like Benedict, you could jump into that code base and like have it, you know, it, there's, it's intentionally, it's intentional that there's not much there. I want to keep yeah. it that way for as long as I possibly can. Um, I would like to be adding more to it <laughs> than I am on a, on a weekly basis. That's kind of a challenge, but, um, or that is a challenge. Uh, but anyway, so that's, that's what, that's what my last, that's what the last week looked like for me, um, was, uh, a, a pretty, a pretty typical example of the time management challenge that I am currently failing at trying to get better, trying to improve on. Um, that's, that's, but then a, a little, uh, you know, an encouraging note at, at the at the very end of it that I want to use to pull some energy into this next week. Do you have a plan, like how to find those five to ten fans? Yeah, like, yeah. What's your plan there? Yeah, I, so I'm a I'm a member of several uh, product groups, um, a couple of a couple of Slack groups that are relatively active and local. Um, And so, and there are a handful of meetups that, that I, that I, uh, go to, um, you know, on app, it's pretty irregular, but when I go like very like, um, uh, faces that recognize me and that I, that I, and, uh, that I know too, mm. um, and just in kind of, you know, testing the waters, uh, from, from time to time, um, it's, it, it hasn't been, it has not been super challenging to, um, to get some interest and to know, uh, you know, these, these, the, yeah, they're, they're ready to sign up. Um, there's just nothing to sign up for right now. And mm. so that's, uh, yeah. So to, to answer the question directly, um, it's going to be through personal contacts and personal groups. I'm not going to try to like start, you know, throwing money at, at ad spend, um, yeah. Yeah. you know, to, to find those people. Um, that would be, that would be a plan B, um, 
would be to, to intentionally drive more traffic to the site, um, keep it closed so that, you know, the p- people who are passionate about it will self-select and email me directly the way this person did and say, Hey, like, mm. I, we, we, we really do. We need this right now. We're struggling. Um, so. And did you like, did you consider like, um, using feature audit in your consulting work? Like, is that an option <laughs> to, yeah, to do feature audits for my clients? You mean? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Like just like having an excuse to spend more time with your product. Yep. At the same time, providing value to your consulting yeah. clients. Yep. Yeah. So there, there have been two, there've been two companies, um, where uh, I, you know, talked to the owner and said, "Hey, I want to ins- install this thing like for free. It's like my little side project, um, and I'm gonna put it put it in here for you. Like the the servant, the uh, the SaaS product itself, the analytics tool. Not saying, "Hey, give me access to your analytics tools, and mm. I am going to run a feature audit for you." But it was install the software, um, and that was. I mean, it was it was good. Like learned some stuff from it. This is you know like gosh, like eight months ago now, um, because those two, those two clients, it made perfect sense for them. And I've been maybe overly cautious or overly hesitant to kind of like bring it into every one of my consulting projects. Um, I think because I've been hesitant of like, ah, I'm trying to force this or, you know, you know what I mean? Like self-censoring the, the input the the uh, how, how applicable it could be um so yeah to, so to answer your question a couple of times but but not not like as a point every single time um, mm, yeah yeah you know, because you know in the in those cases it's because i was like part of my work for them was building an application and helping them to see how it was being used and then in these other cases where it's like we need to do some customer interviews and, and understand, you know, jobs to be done and our customer motivations, it felt uh, it felt kind of like forcing it to be like, oh, hey, also, can I put an analytics tool on your website? Does that make sense? Yeah, 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 yeah that makes so, sense. Yeah. yeah, I was just thinking that it might be a good good way to solve your focus dilemma in a way like. Yes. You could you could probably um, justify spending some time in the code or so to improve it so it would work for one of your clients and you could like kind of totally <laughs> hack it that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's that's a good thought. Um, the like my, my my major like my biggest client right now. I mean, they have a very complex uh, already, and it's pretty pretty young pretty complex uh, tool trying to help healthcare or employers provide better healthcare to their employees in the United States. You don't have to worry about that sort of thing because you live in a civilized country <laughs> um, with respect to healthcare. Um, totally different topic. Uh, but my, my primary role for them is not the application development. Um, it, yeah. I've, I, I definitely touch it. I've, I've, I do some front end work for them but my, my main focus for them is, is yeah. going some products. Yeah, I can see that it would be yeah. hard to justify yeah. it if it's not really like super aligned with what you do for them. Yeah. Then it feels forced and yeah. yeah. 
But I like the, I mean, thanks for asking the question. I like the, 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 the thought process of, okay, so the time, man, like prioritizing it in a typical week, like that's not going to get better on its own. So how, is there a way that you can <laughs> yeah. find a way to blend it in? Uh, yeah. yeah, I should, I should do some, do a lot more thinking on that. Yeah. Because I, I, at least for me, it's usually like when I have a big consulting project going on, all the time I spend on something else, I kind of feel guilty because like, I know I should probably be working for that, for that client mm -hmm. um, because they pay me a lot of money and want to see results and stuff. So, but like, if you align those two a little bit, then you could justify the time spent on improving the product because it will also improve the results for that client. Mm -hmm. That's a way to, yeah, to make mm -hmm. more progress. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's good. That's good feedback. It's good thoughts. I will, uh, <laughs> let's, let's revisit this. I should just throw it into our, our outlines, Google doc here for, <laughs> Yeah, for future. Please ask me about this. Um, okay, oh. well, good. So one thing we talked about uh, last week was maybe just uh, giving a little bit more background about how we each got into software. Um, generally, we kind of we talked a little bit about what we've been up to the past couple years. But yeah, how did you how did you get started on this to begin with? Uh, I, I think it's. I started, let me think, it, it's almost 20 years ago, <laughs> now that I think of it, okay. uh, basically when I was in school, um, I, I, I got a computer and used, for the first couple of years, I just used it for gaming. <laughs> and eventually, I think it was close to 2000 when I just went into a bookstore and bought this book on how to build websites. And it was like, touching on everything, like from HTML to, I'm not sure if CSS was a thing back then, but like Perl and mm -hmm. hosting and setting up domains and stuff. It was a really big book. And mm -hmm. um, that, that got me started. And um, Do you remember the book specifically? Um, no, I don't remember it anymore. And it was like, it was like I think this is a German publisher and okay. they... Okay. Usually they publish very low quality books and I'm sure like looking back at it, it's probably, it probably was a low quality book, but it was like, I don't know. It was enough to get me started for what you needed. Yeah. And um, yeah, from there, as I mentioned, Pearl was mentioned in that, in that book and I was trying to learn Pearl and then a friend was like, no, don't bother with Pearl. There's this thing called PHP. You should learn. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. I, got another book and learned PHP and built, uh, built the first, I don't know, interactive applications with a lot of security yeah. issues and <laughs> got started that way. Um, and I think over the years, I just kept doing that. And um, when, I, when I was out of school, I basically got a um, university degree in uh, computer science uh, because of like, it, yeah, right. it, my destiny yeah. was set at this point. Cool. And, uh, just what were so, what were some of those earliest? What were the earliest things you were building in PHP? Um, I think one of the earliest things were just like simple websites that like 
yeah, we're using PHP to just, just like reuse the layout and stuff and yeah. include another PHP file based on the params uh, yes. in the URL where you don't totally. just define whatever file you wanted and get it. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, yeah, stuff like that. And back in the day, I was like super into Ultima Online. I don't know if you know this is like multiplayer role-playing game and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't play it, but the, uh, the name rings a bell. And I think they were one of the first to actually do this massive multiplayer online stuff. Mm -hmm. And back in the day, they didn't have a section in there that you, you're not allowed to reverse engineer the server and stuff. So there were a lot of like um, open source and um, independent servers out there. And I started one with my friends. And oh, um, cool. I think that was the first time where I really started developing useful stuff. <laughs> so we built a website for that and an issue tracker and stuff like that. And yeah, that's how I got into remote, remote software development, I guess. Wow. I have a feeling like I didn't really develop any new skills like over the years. Um, I basically still hang out in chat rooms, chatting with people. Uh, writing code together and um, yeah podcasting I, I did some like back in the day there was like um, um, those radio streaming services like shoutcast and stuff so I started right. that back then now I'm sitting here recording a podcast with you it's yeah. like nothing really changed it's just, like, huh. just growing older and still doing the same things yeah <laughs> It's not IRC anymore. Now it's Slack, but still, yeah. um, it's essentially the same thing. <laughs> right. Yeah. And at some point, I discovered um, Ruby and Ruby on Rails. And that was just like the last big transition, like hmm. dropped PHP back then and then continued building, building more sophisticated stuff in Rails. And yeah. Um, what was yeah. your first, what was your first paying job as a developer? Um, like after university, my first paying job was a Rails development job for a, a local startup. It doesn't exist anymore, but um, yeah, it was like employee number three or so there. Okay. And we did so, as a, so full time, so full time employment as a Rails dev. Yeah. Yeah, that was like my first full time job, but I did a lot of freelancing and consulting um, earlier, like even when I didn't have any formal education in software development, I already started like building websites for aunts and uncles and whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I feel like, uh, yeah, the path was clear very early on. Like I never, I never wondered what I, I'd be doing when I get out of school and stuff. So yeah. 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 What's your, what's your origin story? Um, I, so in, in 95 or so, um, so we, I, I'm from a small town in Northeast Texas called Paris, Texas, like 25,000 people. And my dad had gotten into, um, like mail order computer repair. So he, mm. he, he did work at like the, the factory in town, um, like as a, like a, you know, it's like a bakery. Um, but he just kind of started tinkering around with computers on his own, quit that, quit his full-time job to do mail order computer repair. People would like ship their Apple IIe power supplies to our house. And 
he and my brother and me sometimes, um, what, you know, uh, would, you know, fix, fix, he would, he showed us how to fix those and we'd send them back. And, um, so that was kind of cool, but he, you know, then, then the internet came along. And so he started, uh, you know, he, he became the first, uh, or one of the first, uh, internet service providers, ISPs, um, nice. in the town. And, um, and so, and he, he showed it, he showed it to me and was like, Brian, I think this is going to be a pretty big deal. <laughs> um, and I just thought it was cool because I could go to Yahoo's directory and find Nirvana lyrics, you know, and I was like, oh, okay, now I get it. <laughs> so you're telling me I could build a website and for my favorite band. Ah, cool. And so, um, yeah, so I just, you know, remember learning, you know, HTML and, uh, um, yeah, it's before like CSS was even like a thing. Um, and, and so he would, you know, go around, um, the, the town and sell, you know, websites to businesses and then bring them, you know, to his 15 year old kid. <laughs> um, and so that's how, that's how I got, that's how I got started with it. Um, and, uh, I wish, I wish I knew then what I knew now, <laughs> <laughs> um, cause I'd have gone about things a little bit differently because, um, as much as I, as much as I enjoyed like tinkering around with it, it was, um, at the time I was much more, I wasn't just super like, uh, enthralled with it. I wasn't like spending tons of time just like diving into code, just hacking, hacking, hacking. Um, I don't think I've, I've never been that great of a developer, like, in, you know, in a programmer sense of like, just uh, completely being able to, to think through all of the, the stuff that like backend guys like you do. And it's just, it's partially magic to me. Um, and so I, so what I, what I did in college was I got a degree in art education and I was actually an art teacher, um, for, for four, uh, four years after school, after uh, graduating from college. But I was always like tinkering with websites and stuff on the side. Like it was a skill that I never completely gave up. Um, and even in through college, like I worked part-time for my dad still building websites um, for his, for his business that he continued to run. Um, and so still kind of tinkering with it on the side, even as a teacher. Um, and then uh, when I left, uh, when I left teaching uh, to get back into the, to the business world, the company that I um, was working for, um, doing sales and marketing for them, a small business, like, you know, 12, 10, 12 employees. So doing sales and marketing for them. And it just kind of became something that I absorbed was like responsibility for the website, um, keeping it maintained, like, Hey, people are starting to do this thing called like, you know, content marketing. I think we should do so. <laughs> um, so it's like 2000 and I guess now 2008. Um, and uh, like, hey, inbound marketing, like that's a thing now. We should think about that. Um, and so uh, continuing to work for them, but was not not loving it. And, uh, and this is around the time that, you know, my wife and I had had our first and then second child and she was wanting to, to be able to stay home. And, um, and so to quit her full-time job, I was like, well, Hey, why don't I just start like charging for like, why don't I try and do some freelance web projects, um, to kind of, you know, bridge that gap a little bit to make this happen for the family. Um, 
And so, uh, and then that like one project led to another and they kept stacking up and, uh, and then it was like, well, actually I'm, I'm liking doing this more than the full-time job over here. Um, and so continued to like build that side business and, and sock some money away until then, like quit, quit the, quit the full-time job, went back to web development and technology full-time, um, and, uh, and so I've been, I've been in it, been in it ever since that was, and that was, so that was in Dallas, Texas. And the way that when we moved out to Colorado, it was, um, I was trying to find a job, um, as a front end developer with a startup, um, so, you know, somewhere out here. Um, and the, so the short version of that story is that I built a little like portfolio site that was hirebrianray.com. Um, and it was just like a silly, like, you know, telling of we live in super hot Texas. I would love to live in Colorado where, you know, cherubs sing and, you know, it's the land of promise and, and heaven and whatever. Uh, also, I build websites. Here's my portfolio. Hey, startups in Boulder and Denver. Anybody want to want to hire me? And Brad Feld, who's like the godfather of startups in Boulder, tweeted it and said someone in Boulder should hire BrianRay.com. And like for two weeks, it was bonkers. Um, just, it, to- it totally worked. Um, it did exactly what it was supposed to do. And so I joined a, an amazing uh, team out here um, as a, yeah, doing, doing front-end development and then eventually like um, worked my way up into a, into a product role. And that's, that's what I've been doing. So I've been doing ever since. Nice. I just checked, like it still shows up in Google results, but like, Loading the website doesn't work anymore. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's been it's archived. I I know where to find it. <laughs> <laughs> I I go in the hunt and. Look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. No, it was. I mean, at the like, I think now it's it's funny how trends. It's it, trends are funny because at the time it did like parallax scrolling and um, just some some things that at at the time was like, Ooh, whiz bang, cool. You know? And, um, people were, people were very complimentary about it, but you know, now I look at it and I'm just like, yeah, I mean, it was just, like, yeah, I don't know. It's like a little over the top maybe, but, um, but I mean, the time, time and place it spoke yeah. to, it spoke to the audience and like, that's kind of the whole point. Um, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's how I got to where uh, that's, that's how I've arrived at like this part of the, my story is I really loved working uh, and it definitely had its challenges. It was not like, uh, it was not perfect. And you always kind of look back with rose colored glasses maybe, but, um, but that time working on that product with a, you know, with a team um, was just, it was in a lot of ways, very, very, very fulfilling um, if not, it was not perfect, of course, like I said, but it was very fulfilling. And so now having been doing client work for several years, for, you know, almost two years straight now, like, Oh, I'm just really feeling the itch, um, to get back to be working on and contributing to like, to my thing. It's like the art, the artistic, the artist part of me, um, doesn't have a full and complete expression right now. It's, it's like, yeah, totally. Let me apply my expertise to your creation. I can help you with that um, and get compensated for it. And then, you know, 
going on to the next thing. Like that's, that is not, that's not who I am. Um, and so that's what I'm, uh, at, at my core anyway. Um, that's, that's what I'm trying to, that's why I feel the, the pull to try to get back into the product side of things because I want to have like my full, an expression of, of my point of view. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I totally get that. Um, so it's your ultimate goal to be like a product person and just do like your own product or do you want to keep on doing this like side by side or what's your ultimate goal? Um, yeah, it is, it is to have my own product. Um, and, uh, and, and I, the, the reason I'm hesitating Benedict is because, um, the thing that I've been, uh, that I've also kind of been feeling stirring is, you know, I keep thinking and I've been saying that it's a SaaS product that expresses my point of view on how pro how small companies ought to run their software, um, uh, their product development process. Um, but there's also the part that's like, well, I mean, what, what if my, what if my product is, you know, some teaching tools, um, around that it doesn't have to be a SaaS product. What if you do info products? Um, and so that, and this came up in a conversation where I was saying, yeah, you know, like the, the artistic side of me just doesn't feel like I have a, a full expression right now. And that's why I want to do my own thing. And they said, well, what about the, what about the educator in you? Like you are a, an art teacher. Mm -hmm. Like what if, what if part of it is, you know, uh, is education and teaching. And so that, that kind of, that kind of shook me a little bit of like, oh yeah, wow. What if, what if that is the, you know, the thing that I, the thing that I, need to be or that i could be moving towards as well um so anyway does that does that answer does that answer the question i mean yeah it does yeah. okay cool yeah but but so i in in either in either way like much as i love uh i don't dislike services work at all i really like my clients and especially getting to kind of you know to a degree pick your clients Mm -hmm. Um, just the coolest people doing very interesting things in healthcare and education and, um, and, you know, industries that I think need to be improved. Um, it ultimately just comes down to like, this is your thing that I'm working on. I, I want to work on my thing. It needs to be like my, my personality and my expression. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I is that is I mean is that is is your goal with user list as well to transition entirely into working on that and only that or is it always is it the plan to to do both still or we'll see. <laughs> yeah, I guess we'll see. Like right now the plan is definitely to make it the full-time full-time okay. thing. Got to just like do this product and be happy with it. Mm -hmm. But I've never been in that position, so I don't really know what it's like. But yeah, it might be as well that I reach my goal and then realize that's that's yeah. not my thing. Yeah. And like from from past experience, I know that I like building new stuff a lot more than like maintaining mm. maintaining stuff over time. Mm -hmm. And any potential clients listening, uh, customers listening to this. Uh, that doesn't mean we'll abandon user list anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> Building new stuff is more exciting than maintaining a big, huge application that's been running for years. 
yeah. um, at least to me. So, yeah, I don't know. Like, we see. Yeah. Let's, let's get there. <laughs> let's go yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, exactly. Figure it out. Like, right. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, we see. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, Benedict, I think we can kind of and hold it there for next week. What do you think? Yeah, yeah sounds good. Okay. Well, so the next time we talk, I uh, can't wait to hear about how your launch went. Yeah, me too. <laughs> okay. Let's let's see how it goes. Yeah. I my only hope is that nothing like breaks catastrophic. Yeah. Um that would be like my only my only wish. Everything mm -hmm. else is probably fine. <laughs> yeah. But I'll report uh, next week. Perfect. All right. Good uh, good chatting with you. And yeah, definitely. All right, we'll talk we'll talk next week. Yep, yeah, see you.